This episode is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the app we use to start our podcast. It lets record audio from people in different areas pretty easily and submitted us for distribution on all the major podcast platforms. They'd like you to know that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing by reading this app. So give them a try. They're a great service. Go to anchor.fm slash start to start. Torchic, can can you eat Torchic? It's a chicken. <laughs> I mean, you don't eat chicks, right? I, I personally don't. The thing is, it doesn't evolve into a chicken. It evolves into a ass-kicking A karate blaziken? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's mega blaziken. Oh. Yeah. Which doesn't look that much Such different. Such a cool Pokemon. That would probably be the most tender meat. Really? I would think it would be the toughest. Um, people, all the, people all the muscles, Pokemon very sinewy in, oh, in, like the, slow, in the games. Slow poke tails? Yeah, slow poke tails. There's that shark, um, and there's the. Oh, they, they get hunted for their fish. Sharpedo? Yeah. Ugh. You're right. I remember. And then, like, I remember the anime, like, you could see, like, the roasted Magikarps. Oh, really? Oh, God. You could. They <laughs> were, like, in, they were in the. Sh- well, you're in the shape of Magikarp. Somehow Maybe that's worse just... because Magikarp <laughs> can't even defend themselves. Yeah, they can splash. They can use flail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, man, I would say actually that Ruby and Sapphire for me, and this may be blasphemy, but is when I actually started to lose a little bit of interest in both. Me too. Yeah, they were, they were not as I, good for sure. Yeah. Okay. I got to admit that, like, that's when my interest started waning. Um, and I actually did not beat the game at all until like years later. So, so did you like just stop playing or did you get to a point where it was too hard or something? It wasn't even, I just stopped playing cause it just didn't catch my interest. Okay. Like golden. So I think it was because I was like golden silver so is, was so amazing. And then I kind of like was playing Ruby and Sapphire and it just did not kill. Yeah. Another thing is, I did not like, I'm sorry, I did not like the legendaries at all. I had yeah. Groudon and he was so weak. Yeah, and they also changed like the graphics. It was like pretty weird. It was very, it felt different. It like didn't feel like mm-hmm. the Pokemon game because gold and silver were just, they felt like just like a upgraded version of the originals. And this was like a totally exactly. like new start. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I went with um, Kyogre. You did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I had Sapphire version. I don't know. Right. I think I had Emerald. For, I think I only had Emerald. Also, I didn't like the um, like the Team Rockets plan. Oh, like, yeah, Team Magma. They were, like, if you were Team, team, Magma, Aqua, team yeah, Aqua, yeah, like their goal was to, like, Team Aqua, you're going to just flood the air. Yeah, good idea, guys. <laughs> or get rid of the <laughs> job, man. Yeah. Right? That was <laughs> Wait, who? What was the villainous <laughs> team in Gold and Silver? Was it just Rocket again? Yeah, they like came back. Okay. They had been defeated. So team and... Rocket is like organized crime. Yeah, and then you have then you, you jump you jump people. from from like you jump to eleven with these fanatics being like, we need yeah, lava. Like who who's gonna buy into that? <laughs> I could understand if there's one psycho, but yeah, all those grunts are like, oh my god, he's insane. Well, you know. Um... <laughs> You guys never played Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, right? No. No, I just played Sun and Moon. Um, there's a thing at the end of those games. Um, it's like Team Rainbow Rocket. And those games are all about the parallel universes and stuff. 
and you fight every leader of every villainous team from the game series, hmm. but they're pulled oh, they're pulled awesome. from dimensions where they won. Whoa! Oh wow! Yeah. Interesting. So you get like uh, a version of the leader of um, Team Aqua. I think it's Maxi or Archie or something. Wasn't he in yeah. that game? In... He's like the pirate guy, right? Yeah. He... You get that version who won pulled into uh, huh. the expansion at the end of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Interesting. I would have liked to ask him uh, how how that plan went. You know, I was <laughs> living in just a completely flooded earth. <laughs> I can't <laughs> swim. I should have thought of this beforehand. The interesting thing about those games was like half of the world was like ocean. Yeah, like yeah. that. And you that's that famous the um the famous IGN review of uh, Emerald and uh, and Ruby and Sapphire. Too much water. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm glad you guys said that because I. I always really didn't like those games. And then later I met people who like said that was their favorite. And I was like, what? Really? Am I wrong about this? So like, maybe that was their favorite because just... they grew up with that. Maybe um, exactly. Maybe we were aging out of it at that time. Yeah. And then age back in so. or something. Yeah. I mean, we, we regressed for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my peak when I was 13. <laughs> so much testosterone. <laughs> I do, I will um, say, I played Emerald, and that was the, f- well, I found it very difficult. Like, I chose Trico, mm-hmm. and I, I legitimately could not beat the Elite Four. Well, that's and why I had to restart the game. Because you were fighting with a Blaziken. Gecko. Yeah. I started with, I then chose Blaze again, and it was way easier. Yeah. I never played Emerald, so I never got Rayquaza. Mm. Oh. Can I ask you one other thing, jumping back to the original games? Mm-hmm. Did you guys follow my strategy of having one really strong Pokemon and the rest of the guys kind of sucked? Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. Like a level 100 in Blastoise. Yeah. And if that die, is exactly my first playthrough. You can't, yeah. that was ex- you can't expect idiotic children who can't even get out of the first house to develop complex <laughs> to well strategies. Team. Yeah. Where like, oh, I got to make sure to like do rotation so all my tree- team is equally right. strong so I can have the right Pokemon against the right type advantage in the Elite Four. No, you have... This level ninety something Charizard kicking ass, and then he gets a water Pokemon. Screwed. Yeah, he came he here loaded up on revive to, yeah. to kick ass and to eat rare candies. That's right. He's all out of rare candies because he's max level. Yeah. I <laughs> I remember the first time I beat the Elite Four. Um, it came down to like my Blastoise had to use Struggle, and I somehow won. <laughs> Wow. It was pretty. Struggle I hurts, your, uh, it does. hurts yourself, right? Yep. Well, deep, uh, I still remember, oh. deep metaphors for mental illness. <laughs> oh. um, I so yeah, I agree with you, Tom. I agree with you. That was kind of my first playthrough for Red. Yeah. It was just running through a level 100 Blastoise, <laughs> but there was one, one like Pokemon battle with Lance. I had like a level 15 Machop. <laughs> against his like level 48 dragon there and i think the game glitched because he kept using focus energy <laughs> and never attacked me and you're like please god and I, oh my god i i my level 50 machop just kept using karate chop oh my god and finally beat him after like, and became like a i don't think the game me. glitched so much as it felt sorry for you yeah <laughs> well jokes on them because i won <laughs> um but no absolutely yeah that reminded me which we we totally forgot to talk about at the end of gold and silver when you fight red oh yeah 
That oh, was, that was, was really cool. cool. Did that just blow your mind? Because yes. it blew my mind. It gave me chills. Yeah. It was like you're fighting you see... yourself. Yeah. The cool thing about that was like you didn't know those things were coming unless no. like one of your friends told you. Yeah. Um, but I mean who can yeah, trust no your friends. who can trust your friends? Oh yeah, they've lied so many. Everyone was telling you, Oh, you go under the truck, yeah, you're you gonna get, get that Mew. You can get Pika Blue, Pika Red. <laughs> Was there a way to get Celebi in any of these games? Yeah, and uh, Crystal. You know that forest? Yeah. The Helix Forest, I think. Um, there was a way. There was like this like shrine. Oh, but you, it, that was another thing where you had to have an event, right? An in-game. I think so. Yeah, so there wasn't like a way without a Game Shark. Yeah, I used Game Shark to activate the event, I think. Hmm. And then he, uh, he wasn't even that good. It was like level 30 Celebi. Um, I would say Celebi is one of my least favorite legendaries. Actually. Yeah, I mean, there was so much hype, and then it was not that. Well, he good. was in the worst movie. <laughs> That's oh, probably God. it. Um, that was the last like Pokemon movie I think I saw. Because even as a child, I, I knew that they were getting worse. Um, and also in the anime, there was the GS ball, which was supposed to have Celebi in it. Mm-hmm. That was a main plot point for one of the seasons oh, and they yeah. decided to use Celebi in the movie so they never explained what was in the GS ball so that pissed me off hmm. they're uh, just like these kids are stupid they won't realize this also <laughs> I got a Celebi card uh, from this kid we traded and it was a legit trade and it was <laughs> obviously better for me because I got a Celebi and then next week his mom calls my mom and then my mom yells at me, like, oh, why did you, no. why did you, like, manipulate this little kid? Like, no, we traded. Like, no, you have to give the card back. I was like, are you, Dude. this, this is where I'm getting my distrust of you for the rest yeah. of my life. I hope you know what you're doing. I had a <laughs> friendship. Over. I had a similar experience. I tried to trade my cousin, like, uh, tried to get his holographic Gyarados uh, for, like, a Caterpie <laughs> or something. And he was only one year <laughs> younger than me, so come on. He was like, that wasn't that much more developed in the brain. But he trusted. He trusted. <laughs> but my you uncle got mad, and he was like, "You no more trading allowed ever." And he's like, "What? That's okay, bullshit. Just that's just like that's just you know, that's how kids learn. Life's not kids fair. There's gonna be people who are trying to rip you off. Tough love. It's like this kid who stole my relinquished Yu-Gi-Oh card at oh. karate class. <laughs> The only reason I ever what? went back to karate class is to try to find that kid and get my relinquished back, and he never came back because <laughs> he had my relinquished. He, he got he what knew. he came for. He ran away. He the knew. Blue, that him. blue card coming man. for him. Are you sure he was even in the class? He was... <laughs> yeah. He went into my bag and stole my card. Wow. That's while I bad. was, yeah. I mean, I don't know why I brought my card to karate class, but. You, oh, you understand why there are some effed up adults in the world when you like rethink on those stories yeah um is there anything else you want to say about uh ruby sapphire emerald um there were some weird things like you got to have your clubhouse right yeah oh yes that (laughs) honestly that dynamic of the game was just not i wasn't into it either there's no point yeah yeah there was Um, double battles and then they were probably the least favorite of my of the like the three legendary like trios, mm-hmm. right. Regice, Regirock, and Registeel. Oh, yeah. Like I, 
There were so many things you had oh to do God, to get Oh, my God, I forgot them. about those. Yeah, those were yeah. those games? Yeah. Yeah. It was like that cave. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. It was just really annoying. Like, you had, like, I think for Regirock, you had to, like, walk in a certain path to unlock, like, a switch. Right. And then you also, I think, had to have, like, an item to yeah. you battle. It was, you had to wake them up. That was it. You had to wake them up. Wow. It's really annoying. I never even, uh, I never even bothered to catch any of those. I didn't. It was hard. They had really cryptic, like, clues that tried to, like, give you a hint of how to do it. But yeah, I think we were all, like, old enough where, like, we weren't willing to, like, waste 20 hours just to, like, try the same (laughs) thing over and over again and hope it works. Yeah. But now... (laughs) Um, I think maybe let's save Diamond Pearl Platinum for part two. That sounds good. Okay. Um, but I did want to see if there's anything you guys wanted to say, because the remake of Yellow is going to be Let's Go Pikachu and Let's mm-hmm. Go Eevee. Um, do you guys think you're going to get a Switch eventually or no? I am planning on getting one, maybe doing Black Friday if I find a good enough deal. But there just aren't enough games at the moment to convince me to get a Switch. That's fair. How about you, Tom? I want to, but at the same time, there's, like, all these really good games for PS4 that I have not played That's yet. That's very true. So, the, the games, the games coming out right now for PS4, um, I honestly haven't touched my Switch uh, for, like, a non-multiplayer game in, uh, in, like, a month or two. I think the only things I would play on Switch are Pokemon and, like, Zelda, to be honest. I, um, I mean, I, I have play Zelda. Super I Smash played it, so and much. it's okay. I honestly don't love Breath of the Wild as much as everyone said it, uh, said I would. It's it's okay. Interesting. Um, but Mario Kart, Mario yeah. Party. But you only play that one. Yeah, it it. yeah, but Super Smash is coming out too. Smash right? is coming out in December. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, I don't think I'm gonna play I mean... too much Solar Switch. Except uh, maybe I will play a lot of uh, it for Let's Go. I, what, what is it? What's that? What I have in my hand is why I'm not playing too much uh, Switch. Red Dead Redemption 2 Collectors. Red Dead Redemption 2 just came out. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I want to play that too. Um, they Odyssey or Red, Red Dead? Both. I would I've get heard, Red Dead. I don't know what you're I would. You should get Odyssey play because Red, Red Dead, oh, Red from Dead everything I've longer. heard, the reviews are saying it's really, really good, but it's really, really slow. Did you play the first one? Um, I did. I never finished okay. it, though. So I've st- I only played a, cu- a few hours last night of Red Dead mm-hmm. without spoiling anything. I would agree that there is... There's actually kind of a learning curve with the button format. Like, it's kind of crazy how hyper-realistic everything is. Um, I mean, just one example is... You know how, like, in Red Dead 1, Tom, you just had the, the weapon wheel? Mm-hmm. In Red Dead... Two, you legit once you get off your horse have to go to your horse and choose one weapon. I heard that. To carry and you had to you. like cock in gun. Yes. Right? Uh huh. So there's honestly some aspects that are just like oh, I don't think you have to cock the gun. You just actually have to physically go next to your horse yeah. and like pick out the gun you want. You can't carry like five right. guns on you at one time. Yeah. But um, it's absolute. It's an absolutely gorgeous game and. The acting, the voice actors, and it, it's just—it's so far like really. I mean, good. that's what I liked about the first one, like just that amazing like setting, and like there's so mm-hmm. much cool things to explore. Things to and 
all these cool I'm sure you're going to get that in, in Red Dead 2. But if you're looking for... I would recommend playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey first because I think it's uh, faster paced. It's easier to get into. Um, and there's a lot of cool story stuff that, I, Chris, you haven't gotten to yet, but you, you, will, you will. Yeah. In, a, in three months once I beat Red Dead. <laughs> All right. Um, I think let's save part two of the Pokemon games until after Let's Go comes out because then I can okay. give you some some answers on if it's <laughs> worth playing yeah i think the okay. integration of the pokemon go stuff is going to be not great i was really not excited for that yeah the main this is meant to be um an easier entry level pokemon game for everyone who got into the series from pokemon go they're they have the same mechanics uh to catch a pokemon you take the joy cons off the switch and you have to like throw it physically wow that's yeah. stupid why would they? Yeah, and, how many people and apparently, you like, can't turn that option off. Oh, forget it. I'm not going to in that game. <laughs> well, I'll play it and I'll let you know how it is. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before we wrap this up? This may be a little bit too much, but I guess one recap if you could see the franchise going in any direction, what was the next step you would hope the Pokemon franchise to take? Oh, you mean for the next main series games? Like anything. Like anything related to Pokemon. Oh well, like, I mean, I know that they're trying to the the one true thing that would solve all the divisions in our country and Shit. bring everyone happiness is um, a Pokemon RPG, like yep. a full yes. RPG with all the regions, you can all stuff. the Pokemon. You can choose your yeah. path. I, I totally agree. And maybe even an MMO. That would be amazing. There it is. I totally agree. You know, like that point on uh, in the first game where you're on Team a Bridge, Australian City. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, "Do you want to join Team Rocket?" You don't even get yeah. to. You don't even get to say. You don't even get to choose. Like, I would like that one moment where, you, like, you could be on Team Rocket. How cool would that be? <laughs> Stealing Pokemon, right? Like, we played through like the good guy story all the time. Let's let's yeah. see it from the bad guys. That's actually a good point. Yeah, I think wow. the problem is, um, and Tom, as an economist type person, I'm sure you understand this better <laughs> than I do. But um, I assume everyone's productivity would decrease so much that the <laughs> economy of the world would uh, would suffer severe consequences. Yeah, well, as a doctor type person, you know that people would just sit on their ass and do nothing yes. and probably starve. If That's true. The, that. the consequences to the economy and health of the world are, <laughs> are the reason why Game Freak hasn't made this game yet. But uh, one day, when we need it most, they'll announce it. There will be a surprise Nintendo Direct. When the world needed it most. Someone will walk on stage. <laughs> they'll take a switch. They'll flip it to the screen. It'll say, like, Pokemon World, man, coming Friday. They'll drop the switch, <laughs> walk off stage. Fireworks will go off around the world. It'll be amazing. Oh, how great would that be? I mean, the thing <laughs> is, what game? What game could ever compete with that? After that, no game. It's like, I think that's it's a theory. Like, if, if Game Freak did that, they could never top it. <laughs> They'd ruin video they games forever. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And um, thanks to Chris for stopping by. Thanks for having me again. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Welcome back to Serious Series of Utmost Importance.
the series. I'm your host, Neil. And I'm Tom, also a host here. And I'm Chris, a guest on the show. Ah, uh, Chris, you're more than a guest. You're a sometimes host. All right. Welcome back, Chris. Thanks for filling in for me with uh, God of War. Learned a lot of great popular episode today. <laughs> Learned a lot of great spoilers. <laughs> now I'll never buy that game. It's okay. Thanks. It's a great game, hey. and you should buy it regardless. Now you can buy the next Pokemon game. That is true. Wow, when does that come out? November 16th. I looked it oh, up. really? I thought it was the 11th. Nope. 16th. No. Uh, I pre-ordered it. Did anyone else? Nah. Also, I don't so, have a Switch. Um, you guys should get Switches so you can get Let's Go. Is it supposed to be any good, though? We don't know yet. But in honor of the upcoming release of Pokemon Let's Go, we decided that our series this episode would be the early Pokemon games. Yeah, we felt like we weren't really being relevant enough with some of our more recent episodes like James Bond, so we fed, we decided to go back to the original 1998 games. To <laughs> try to it's get surprising those kids because, you know, you know how the kids today, they love their James Bond movies and, and their God of War. Hey, Daniel Craig, he's a, you know, he's amazing. He is. Um, so the game, what are the games we're going to talk about today, guys? So we're going we're gonna to break it up and discuss the first more or less half of the games. Um, so starting with Red and Blue and going all the way to Diamond and Pearl, right? And Plat- is Platinum? And Platinum, yeah. Platinum yeah. is the third the version third. of the Diamond Pearl games. And I think by the end of this episode, we're going we're gonna to know definitively who the best starter is and yes. what the best game is. <laughs> right. And if you had two starters that bred, which would be the best starter? <laughs> As is tradition. Um, I guess before we start, though, should we just um, talk about who has everyone here played every game? I mean, a, gen- a game from every generation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Not I don't think game. I played Platinum. I'm going to, so I never played the Diamond Pearl or Platinum oh, series. Oh, yes. Those, good. Um, those were good. I, yeah. I tried to buy it during college, but they're like 60 to $70 now. So. Oh, wow. That makes sense. Yeah, I remember. Uh, okay. They, they weirdly become really expensive a few years out because of collectors. Who, who collects these things? I'm glad, I'm glad we have Chris here on this episode because, Chris, do you want to tell everyone what your proudest accomplishment in life is? Um, yes, so I caught every, uh, caught every Pokemon, um, from the very first generation, starting, uh, with red and blue all the way, I believe, to X and Y. What? We won't be talking about X and Y today, but, um, the only Pokemon I haven't caught, uh, yet are the, uh, ones from Pokemon's, uh, Sun and Moon. I did not catch all of them. That is a project that will be waiting for me someday. How, how is that possible? It's called having no life for two <laughs> years, Tom. <laughs> You're a real inspiration. Um, I can get more into that later if you'd like. Or <laughs> Yes, definitely. Um, but for now, let's start with the, early, the earliest games, which are, um, I think, red and green. The Japanese oh, damn, releases. I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, man. 
Um, so they released in 96, I think, Pokemon Red and Pokemon Green in Japan. And then maybe two years later, they released the uh, localized U.S. versions, which were red and blue. Why do they drop green and go to blue? That's a good question, actually. I think they thought that Blastoise would fit more into the American market since it has cannons. Ah. <laughs> and uh, also Japanese are more into flowers and That's a good point. Frogs. Chris, and as someone who's half Japanese, this. do you agree with this? I can neither deny or agree with any of that, but whatever. But fire is universal, so they kept red. Right. Now, I have one question. This is going way ahead, but mm-hmm. can the switch fit in your pocket? Can the switch fit in your pocket? Um, I guess it depends on the pocket, right? Yeah, I, I don't think it can fit in like an average pocket, no. So they're no longer can it pocket fit in your monsters? White coat pocket? They're, it can fit in a white coat pocket, right. yes. But... <laughs> Um, it can fit in a really big winter jacket pocket, I think. Okay. So they could um, still be pocket monsters. Yes. Yeah, it could be still pocket monsters. And you could, you know, take the game cartridge and always fit that in your pocket. So they'll all <laughs> technically true. be pocket monsters. Hmm. Okay. I just wanted to make sure they weren't really getting away from <laughs> who they really started off trying to be. Um, the original games had i think everyone's favorite roster mm-hmm. is, is that is that up for debate what as far as think? like pokemon yeah um i don't know gold and silver kind of yeah I, yeah I don't, I, i've i'd probably give a slight edge to the original ones but gold and silver would be close close second. there's just so much with those games yeah that it just kind of took what they had and just blew it out of the water i thought but uh I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll get to that later as well. Who who did you guys choose as your starters back in the day? <sighs> Originally, I think I chose Squirtle. Mm-hmm. How about you, Chris? I was also I was also a, a Squirtle, a Squirtle fan. Uh, so y'all were in the Squirtle squad, huh? Yeah. Yep. I was a Charmander man myself. Well, did you have red <laughs> or blue first? Um, I actually had blue, but I picked Charmander. Whoa. Yo, I, I had red, and I chose Squirtle. Oh, wow. Well, I... <laughs> Look at us, a couple of Mavericks. Yeah. Man, maybe that's why we were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, I, did I ever tell you guys the story of um, how I first played Pokemon? Mm-hmm. You did. You, I believe you did. But uh, for yeah. our listeners, please elaborate. <laughs> so as a, as a dumb child in elementary school... I couldn't figure out how to get out of the house, the starting house in the Pokemon games. Uh, I didn't know you had to walk onto the carpet and that was where the door was. So I spent an hour just wandering around inside the house trying to figure out like, what's so great about this game? Why does everyone love this game? Um, and then I, uh, at recess, at some t- point in the next few weeks, this kid was like, oh, have you played Pokemon? I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what, how do you get out of the house? He was like, are you, are you serious? <laughs> This was in first grade, I think, or something like that. And uh, he showed me, and I felt like an idiot. Then I Rightly so. got to playing the games, and they were a lot of fun. Yeah. Wow. So you logged a few hours just, like, <laughs> looking at that TV <laughs> really, a lot. Really exploring that, that room of yours. Oh, man. I mean, I guess I have a similar, like, story. It's not as, it's not as bad, no offense, but... 
I did not know how to catch Pokemon, and I think I released my starter. Okay, that was actually it's that was confusing because if you try to get the guy out of your PC, right, you don't know what withdraw means when you're a kid, (laughs) but you've heard the the word release before, right? I released my Eevee that way. Oh no, the one you get from Bill. Yeah. Oh no, went straight to the PC. Oh, oh no. Did you give your guys nicknames? Yes. No. I, oh, I kind of switched wow. off every playthrough. Um, first, just went with like the classic, whatever I was given. Then would go like squirts or something. Then got to the age where like naming a guy Assface was fun. <laughs> We're dumbass. still of that age. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, I've never actually pl- had a playthrough where I nicknamed my Pokemon. I always just kind of kept it the same because. I don't know. I mean, in the cartoon, they say their name over it again. So. That's true. Instead of Charmander, it'd be like Assface, Assface. I always wondered, is that like considered Ass taboo in, in Pokemon culture? Like if a Charmander started saying like Charmeleon, would everyone shun him for like trying to be above his station? I mean, <laughs> probably, but it would probably make him stronger, right? Would he just automatically evolve into Charmeleon so. when he says it? It's the alpha Charmander. I, I accidentally clicked. Uh, I also agree with Chris. I didn't really nickname my guys, but I accidentally clicked nickname a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is I would nickname like my Charmander Charizard because I knew eventually he would be a Charizard. See, I was not that smart. <laughs> and I would be like, mm. I accidentally nicknamed him, so I'll just go with his original name, Charmander. And then <laughs> I got a Charizard. <laughs> but it was actually <laughs> fun to like, if you battled someone, to name your like Charizard Caterpie. And be like, he's about to use Caterpie. And then they're like, oh, Caterpie, this is going to be easy. And then. So you were into the psychological dragon. warfare early. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's shock value. Um, what about your Eevees? What did you guys evolve your Eevees into? I put mine in the PC. Like, I, I don't know. I had like a team kind of already set full of like Raticates and, and B drills. <laughs> But um, honestly, I actually did not use my EV, and I didn't even evolve it. I kind of just yeah, left it in the PC, and then just completed my playthrough. But, you know, that's a regret. And Tom, you released yours, of course. Yep. <laughs> Went back into the wild. Um, I think I needed a water type, so I made him a Vaporeon. Vaporeon's pretty good. Mm, okay. I was a fan. What do you guys think, think about the, the stories of the original games? Um, the original one, there's not that much of a story to it, right? It's just like... Is it more of like, yeah, Team Rocket's... Is the main storyline Team Rocket's trying to go and get the Master Ball or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's really the Something only like thing. that. Right? And uh, Mewtwo is... They're trying to use Mewtwo. Mm. There were a lot of little hints in that game. Yeah, about, I think you had to uh, read into that or like connect the dots more than like a seven-year-old would. Yeah, because, I mean, ultimately, obviously, these are games for children, and we're just men-children who play these <laughs> games still. So uh, we're reading a lot more into it as 20-something-year-olds than we did as we lads. Right. But there were a lot of weird things going on in that game. Um, Lavender Town, the, mm-hmm. the dead oh, Pokemon, that cool. Pokemon mm-hmm. Tower. That, There's that all those conspiracy up. theories that are, like, pretty interesting. Like you were saying... Um, the Clefable. Right. Or like, is it Clefable? And like there's like yep. Gengar Shadow. Mm-hmm. And then there's the whole thing with your rival and like 
prior to, I guess, reaching Lavender Town, he has Eradicate in his party. Yeah. And then after you battle him, it's no longer there. So there's this theory that his Eradicate died. Yeah, and that's why he's in the yeah, so Eradicate dies. Yeah. He buries it in um, in the tower in Lavender Town. And the, the Clefable theory is that uh, Gengar is the shadow of Clefable, which makes a lot of sense. Yep. Wow. Absolutely. I have one question for you guys. Prior to Lavender Town, you have to go through, I think it's called like Rock Tunnel. Oh, no. Did you guys, yes. I know I did not use Flash and just spent like three weeks trying to like work my way <laughs> oh, through. Oh my God. And I made it eventually. <laughs> That's worse than me not being able to get out of the house, I think. Because <laughs> the game pretty clearly explains how to do Flash. Yeah, but I think, isn't it like, who gives you Flash? Isn't it like kind of hard? Don't I you have to you go find through it on the route? Yeah, yeah in like Viridian like City, you have to go force. back through Diglett Tunnel. Yeah, I think that's it. You have to like on one of the routes, you have to go back to Cerulean. Yeah, kinda, and there's that like route to the right of it that takes you initially to the tunnel. Right. Um. Yeah, and you have to like, cut the tree too. But um. Yeah, I I you know what's funny is I'm I think I did the same thing as you, Tom. <laughs> I. What's even worse is I actually my mom bought me the the, the official Pokemon guide, oh, the yes. workbook, and I still was like, that's actually how I got around because I was just following the map. <laughs> like, okay, I'm on the wall here. Exactly. Must be a corner. <laughs> there was a workbook where there were, like exercises. No, it was like a guidebook. I had oh, those. Oh yeah, 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 I had those. Those yeah. were fun. I had like the maps on each, like the layout of every like dungeon yep. or like route. Yeah, you can so know. that's how I got through. Yeah. Um, it's also just such a pointless move. So dumb. That, like, I don't want to use it. Why yeah. did they even put that in? It was not fun. They no. they didn't fix the thing with uh, HMs and TMs until really recently in the games. Yeah, that's true, actually. Right, because now you it's not even a move, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think like, some of them are still moves. Like, I assume Surf is still a move because it's a But it's like a move. TM or something. It's a TM. You can delete them, and you don't have to teach a Pokemon that. You can just, like, get to a point in the game... And you can be like, oh, I'm going to use Surf. But you don't need to have a Pokemon in your party that knows it. Right. Which was good. Yeah. Um, other weird things from those original games. They had all these hints about um, Mew clones uh, and that being the origin of Ditto. Oh, really? Oh. I thought that was the yeah. origin of Mewtwo. Right. The origin of Mewtwo is that they were trying to clone Mew. And all, a lot of the failed attempts of cloning Mew were, um, uh, were the dittos that were around that Cinnabar Island mansion. Huh. Oh, wow. That's actually oh, wow. Another thing that. that I was reading yesterday is that um, old man Fuji. Who's that? Games. Is he's, that the uh, fisherman? Of, I think so. He's the one who, at some point he says, oh, yeah, I used to live on Cinnabar. He was the one in charge of cloning Mew. Oh. There's, so there's a lot of theories in these games. Oh, Mr. Fuji actually... was the guy from Lavender Town, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Who helped you at the end? I think. Yeah. There's that other theory, too, about um, the, when you're in Vermilion City and, like, you realize that there's not that many adults yeah. in that Pokemon world. Yeah. And then you kind of, like, finally meet Lieutenant Surge and realize that there was, like, a Pokemon war. Yeah, where all the, the, all the father figures died. Yeah, so in the war. kind of really sad. It was sad. It, it was also weird that, like, he they, like, specifically re- referred to him as the Lightning American. So it was, like, the, <laughs> the, 
which is a funny name, but it's also like a reference to like the real world. Um, which is interesting. You mean you mean these were like World War Two parallels? No, I just mean that like they never talk about Japan, right? Yeah, because Japan, like directly... even though it's like based on like Tokyo region or, or like. I'm actually look yeah looking that up right now to see what I think it was... part of Japan the Kanto region. I think it's it the is. Kanto it's region. The greater... right? It is. It's the greater Tokyo area, it says. Well, that's interesting. Oh, wow. Because, um, you know, obviously after World War II, Japan was demilitarized. Part of the uh, the treaty was that they can't have uh, an armed force anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, culturally, that's probably some of the origin of the game series, right? What do you mean? Yeah. Like thinking about what the cultural uh, consequences would be of like not having... Um, like a militarized uh, force currently all the all the fathers are dead in the war war being mm-hmm. a terrible thing and now we just make these uh these animals with <laughs> low level intelligence fight each other to the death for our entertainment yep this just got real <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um i also didn't realize this until i was an adult but um do you guys think that this theory is true Every gym you go to, they the gym leader scales the Pokemon they use to like how many badges you have. I so mean, it must like, be true, right? Yeah. Well, because Brock ha- get, like has like a level nine Geodude and a level twelve Onyx or something. Yeah, exactly. So, you but th- then in Gold and Silver, when you fight him, he's like has a full force of like pretty strong dudes. Oh, interesting. So they go easy on you when you don't have any badges, obviously, because they know you're just starting out, and then it, that's why it gets harder as you progress through the gyms. Do you think Giovanni would do that? I think Giovanni would just, like, <laughs> kill kick you. you, kick you in the shin, steal your lunch money, and spit on you. Yep. Oh, well, yeah, and then Sabrina's nuts. So oh, like, God, I yeah. I felt like she would also... Crap out of me. She doesn't seem like... Yeah, right? I know we were tr- uh, we're not going to talk too much about the anime, um, but... Obviously, the anime was inspired by the games. The games came first. The Sabrina episode of the anime <laughs> is the reason that I don't like horror movies. Yeah. Honestly, that was a nightmare. That was when they all became dolls, dolls and everything. Like, yeah. They could have been dolls oh. forever. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine all the other trainers that were now oh, actually God. just dolls. It's and really messed water. up. You can't let these 10-year-olds... Um, run into these mentally ill people who are like threatening to kill them. I um, Okay, so... When I was a kid, I had night terrors for, like, a few months, which is, like, you know, waking waking nightmares. You wake up, and you're still, like, part of your brain thinks it's a, a dream, so you, like, hallucinate and see things. Yeah. And I went to, like, a child psychiatrist, mm-hmm. and they, like, gave me some, like, drugs or something. But they're also, like, I remember he was, like, what TV shows do you watch? I was, like, Pokemon. And he was, like, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> he told my mom, I thought so. like, you cannot let your son watch this show. It gives kids nightmares. And oh, no. I was like, what? I should have lied. Oh, my God. And like for six months, I was not allowed to watch Pokemon. Wow. It was really sad. That's awful. And then the night terrors actually stopped because I didn't watch it. <laughs> so Pokemon gave you night terrors. Yes. <laughs> wow. I, I don't think the anime these days were terrors. Probably not. It must be pretty tame. Yeah. Everything back in the 90s was was less sanitized. More extreme. I mean, they had an episode of the anime that gave children seizures. 
right? Oh my god, the Porygon yeah, episode. Yeah, it never aired in the US. Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what did you guys think about the legendaries in the original games? Uh, there was um, how, what were they? The birds. Just the so birds. There were the birds, and, and then there was uh, Mewtwo mm-hmm. and. Mew. I mean, I, I wouldn't count him as a legendary, but if you had Game Shark, you yeah. could get Mew somehow. Yeah. But um, there there is a way I to mean, get Mew. Uh, oh, well, the glitch. How? How do you? How do you? Yeah, how do you get it? Well, so we'll have to go to Pokemon Yellow, but I think the glitch existed in Red and Blue also. There, um, you go to Cerulean City, and there's a bridge in Cerulean City. You go up. Um, there's a rocket grunt at the top. He sees you. He has that exclamation mark over his head. And right then, you have to have caught an Abra. So, because Abra knows uh, teleport. So, right as that exclamation mark comes over his head, you uh, click pause. You use your Abra to teleport back to um, Cerulean City. And from that point, the game thinks you're in um, like a battle mode. Like the programming, the way the programming of the original games was. Uh, it thinks that once the exclamation mark happens, you're about to be in a battle. So you've interrupted that battle by teleporting away. And now um, you put a Pokemon with a certain um, uh, stat or something like that, or level, um, and you can catch any Pokemon in the game that way because now the first wild encounter mm. you have will be coded to that level of the first Pokemon. Wow. Oh, wow. How do people figure these things out? I don't know, but I finally did it in college with Pokemon Yellow. That's how I got my first Mew. <laughs> wow. That's insane. But you can catch any Pokemon in the game that way. And I think um, from reading stuff online yesterday, you can actually catch a Celebi that way too. In that uh, game? I'm not sure in that game, but maybe. That's unclear. I've never done that. But I did do the Mew, and that works. How were you originally supposed to get Mew? Because I did like the Game Shark route. Where you just, yeah, like, get I think there were supposed to be events... But um, I never went to any events as a child like that. Oh, like probably one of those like Pokemon card like trading games, like those uh, tournaments. Yeah, something uh, like that. that they'd, ho- they'd host like Toys R Us and things. I think that's where you'd get them. <laughs> yeah, you'd link yeah, up the, g- the cables or something and trade it. Yeah, yeah. My mo- no, like the, ac- the actual like playing card game. People would play that way and just going. I think they somehow. Yeah, but like, how would they get? You'd have to like k- link it oh, up, right? Good point. I don't. Yeah, that's a good. Dang. Yeah, um, yeah, you would have a link cable. They would give you a special item, and that would enable you to catch the Pokemon in game. I think that was how they were supposed to do it for me. Um, I wonder. Do you think the? I never explored it, but like, do you think the missing no like hack cheat? Yeah, like maybe that was a way. Because I know that with all that going on, um, you were actually well, you weren't supposed to, but I did. And if you caught missing no, mm-hmm. um, the first time you'd catch him. Uh, you would like be able to like have him battle someone, and then he would evolve into like a random Pokemon. Oh, it was random. So, yeah. Oh. So one time I remember I caught him, and then it evolved into like level eighty Cloyster, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not just bad. Keep doing, <laughs> right? Um, so I don't know because there was that whole yeah aspect of just unlimited rare candy. That was and so great. Balls. Six slot in your, right? in your backpack. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Yeah, they do like it was pretty elaborate. Like you had to have like the item you wanted like listed as I think like number seven or eleven on the like items list. Then you had to talk to the old man who was on the ground. He's like, "Do you want to know how to catch Pokemon?" Mm-hmm. 
and you have to say yes. Yep. <laughs> Watch his like animation. And then once you did that, you had to like fly to Cinnabar Island and then you would surf around east of the island exactly. and eventually you would get him. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe that was one of the ways you could have done it because it was obviously coded for in the game, I guess, if you could easily get it. You're talking about coding for me or missing no? Yeah. Oh, Mew. Because I was thinking maybe you'd do something with Missing No to get Mew. Yeah, I'm reading on but... uh, Bulbapedia right now. And <laughs> uh, apparently there is a way to get Mew from Missing No. Huh. But I don't know. I, I wouldn't... The the yellow the glitch with the Cerulean City thing, it doesn't break your game. Oh. But Missing No could break the hell out of your game. But could you restart it? Or just like... Yeah, I'm sure you could restart okay. it, but then you lose all your progress. Right. Sure. One of the saddest things, I don't know if this ever happened to you guys, is um, when you had, uh, let's, jumping ahead to gold and silver, I had this um, silver account that I was almost at the Elite Four with, um, and I was in Michigan with uh, one of my cousins. He was like, oh, can I play? I was like, yeah. So I gave it to him, and he started a new game, and it erased my, my progress. Oh, no. <laughs> These are these are the tough life lessons that I learned. Stupid cousins. Sharing is don't for trust, losers. Don't trust family. <laughs> don't trust family. <laughs> don't share. It'll only hurt you in the end. I always wish they would have introduced like three save files or something. You know. No, no, that that technology, uh, our modern technology, isn't there yet. That's BS. They always had that for Zelda. <laughs> um, let's jump to Pokemon Yellow. Unless there, is there anything you want to talk about in red and blue specifically that we haven't gotten to yet? Yeah, yellow um, is pretty much the same. The graphics were really weird. The Pokemon all look totally different than like what we visualize yeah. them as today. That's true. Yeah, They're pretty crude. In red and blue. Yeah. Are they any better in yellow? Remember the first yellow. Uh, yellow is way better. Like, wasn't that originally made for the Game Boy Color too? Yes. Or what? Like, what? I think Red and Blue was still Game Boy. Yep. Like, so original. everything was so all was one color. White. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, oh yeah, the Game Boy Color. I mean, the Pokemon Yellow had multiple colors. I remember because you could see like Officer Jenny. Mm-hmm. She had blue hair and like some red on her dress or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, um, the. Yellow version was more inspired by the anime, right? So it yes. went mm-hmm. the red and blue games, then the anime came, and then the anime went back and inspired the next game. And that was the first time we had a third version of a game. And if you jump into... Um, I mean, there's a lot of different theories about the timelines of the games, but the different, <laughs> the different versions of each uh, game, like red, blue, yellow, that's all considered in the same generation... They're just different what-if scenarios of each story, right? Right. I mean, different starting points. I mean, yellow was pretty much the same, right? Except you got a Pikachu. Like, that's mm-hmm. yeah. the only difference in the there timeline. Were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there were a couple mechanics that were different. Like, he fall, it, it, there was the one where he followed you around, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was an actual sprite. Yeah. And you could, like, check on his mood. And, yeah. Correct. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, I actually forgot that... You, they had these uh, virtual console versions of the original games for the 3DS, remember? Um, a few years ago, they announced yeah, you like can you download. could play Yellow and stuff on your 3DS. Yeah. And you could trade it to your current-gen games, those Pokemon. Oh. 
and I think the Mew glitch was still in that, so you could technically Whoa. do it and then uh, transfer. Not getting those glitches out. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't do that. Was missing though available in yellow? I don't think so, right? No, it wasn't. I remember. Just got it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like the first thing I you had tried the to game. do. <laughs> um. Wait. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Was it? Or was that in red and blue or gold and silver where Cinnabar Island is not Cinnabar. Like it's destroyed, right? I mean, no, that was, was uh, that was gold and silver. Oh, that's going that so weird. Okay. Right. What happened to Cinnabar Island? I don't remember that. There was like a, I think it was like a volcano. So when you go to find Blaine in that game, Blaine. he's his gym is now in the Seafoam Islands. And you go to Cinnabar first, and you're like. What the heck happened? And you can only you can only go on to like a small area. And there's one guy <laughs> who just stands there. I guess he lives there, and he's like, "This island was destroyed in a volcano." I don't like, know. Dude, why are you, you still here? catch a magmar? Um, I think you can in Seafoam Islands. They like migrated. Ah, good, good. You know, they swam, obviously. Because <laughs> that's healthy for them. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. That reminds me. What happens if a Charmander's flame goes out? Does he die? He dies. Then you ever watch that show? Because there's that. Yeah, there's the one where he was like on the rock and he got. um, He got abandoned by his uh, trainer, and then it was raining, and Ash had to come and make sure it didn't go out. Yeah, that's that's really bad evolutionary um, design. Yeah, well, I mean, there's garbage Pokemon in this world. So. There's also, <laughs> Some ice, people there's also have... ice cream cones that are Pokemon. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Some people got the luck of the draw. <laughs> I mean, look at they just current gen. Like, think about Muck. Like, what, is he just sludge? Yeah. Oh, well, that sucks. I love Muck, actually. Muck and Grimer are some of my favorite Pokemon. Really? Really? I guess, yeah, before we go on, what was your favorite Pokemon from the originals? Oh, like favorite red, blue, and yellow? Man. Yeah. Oh, man. Just out of the 151. Uh, I always... That's a really, really hard question. I always liked Squirtle. I mean, I always caught a, like, a Pidgeot. I don't know if he was my favorite, but mm-hmm. I always got one. Interesting. Um... I don't know. For some reason, Arcanine was always that was pretty just, cool. Yeah, just the way he looked, yeah. just like this big fire dog. Yeah, and I'm like, all that right. was pretty sweet. I guess I gotta go uh, with my man Wigglytuff. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, maybe, maybe Gengar. Maybe. Oh, nice. Alakazam. Like cool. You know, the thing is, I never had a Gengar because you had to trade so for Gengar. Yeah, that's true. So I liked I them conceptually. to trade with. Yeah. <laughs> I liked them oh. as a as a goal to aspire to. Yes. <laughs> Always out of reach, but never out of longing. Oh. Um. You said Squirtle was yours, Tom. Yeah, I think so. And Chris, what was first yours? and always favorite? Um. Yeah, mine was either Arcanine or um, Gyarados. Oh. I really like Gyarados. You know, because yeah. you start as magic carp and he's inspirational just story. Do anything, um, right? Is the red Gyarados like in these games or is it the next gen? It's the next gen. That's in the next gen. Because Lance, uh, the lead, the lead four, the final guy uh, in the lead four for the first ones, is just hanging out by this lake. That like, was hey, so cool. Check, 
check that guy out over there. You're like, oh, cool, Lance. You're talking. You're talking to me. <laughs> that was honestly the coolest. Like when you like go through the gym or you go through like the Team Rocket hideout with him, you feel like mm-hmm. such a badass because you're yeah. fighting alongside his Dragonite. Because you're a ten year old. You're in the middle of this paramilitary operation. <laughs> that's, that's normal. Yeah. Do you guys play uh, Pokemon Snap? I did not play Pokemon Snap. I did not have an N64. That was on N64, Ooh. right? Yeah. I rented it from Blockbuster. Oh, really? I always saw it, it in was. Blockbuster <laughs> walking yeah. through, and I was like, God damn, I want this. It was pretty fun. And I remember Muck was the hardest guy to take a picture of. What did what? you have to... Okay, there were... Yeah. He... So it, the the reason why it was hard is because it was a grimer and you had to evolve it. But he was like, you're going through the cave and mm-hmm. you're on a fixed track, right? So you're you have a limited time to make every move. And he was so far away on like a little pillar in the cave, and you had to time a throw perfectly to like hit him with this ball, and it would evolve after that. And then you'd have to be able to snap a picture right after that. Oh my god. It was the last guy I got. It wouldn't have been so hard if it was a Lolan muck because he's fabulous. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, did you play Snap, Chris? Just a blockbuster, I guess. Yeah. We lost Chris to pizza. <laughs> um, what else? Um, oh, there. Do you remember Pokemon Puzzle League? Um, I really only played it in college. That's the only And I did not like it. I didn't think it was fun. It was another N64 game. Um, one of our uh, friends was obsessed with it. Yeah, he wasn't really our friend back then. He, he eventually grew into it. <laughs> and then grew out for, mo- no. for many. <laughs> no, we love you, Jake. Um, but Pokemon Puzzle League is a bad game. It was bad. Pokemon Stadium was great. Was Pokemon Stadium like the fighting game? Yeah. And what was Pokemon Coliseum? It was, I think it was similar. I never actually played it. I think it was on GameCube. Oh, okay. Um, so that's like way in the future. Yeah. But there was also Pokemon Stadium 2, which was like the same thing, but just new games. And oh, so I didn't know there was this guys. whole like sub-series of fighting games. Cause, um, yeah. The were... first one I played was uh, this Switch game called Pokemon Tournament. Which is totally different. Is it? It seems no. Po- it's, Pokemon it's, Stadium it's just like was, a fighter game. Pokemon Stadium was like the the same. Like it was very similar combat to the the Game Boy games. Oh, okay. But less. You you had less options in like what what moves you could pick, so it was kind of not as fun. Interesting. They're like I pre, actually... preset guys. So having never played any of those, and like at this point in my life, I probably won't ever play Pokemon Stadium, Stadium 2, or Coliseum. Um, oh, but I know there was a way to get a Mew via Coliseum, I think, or something like that. Uh. Um, you had to transfer it back into the games via some complicated thing. Man, Nintendo really has these marketing strategies to, yeah. uh, of collecting them all and requiring multiple consoles and multiple versions. That's insane. That's on... There, whoever came up with that should should get a promotion but also you know they're a terrible person i will say the one 
like one of the best features of Pokemon Stadium was you could plug in your game through your N64 controller. Mm-hmm. And there were these modes called Doduo mode and Dodrio mode that you could unlock where you would play your Game Boy game on the TV at t- two times or three times the speed. Oh my God. So yeah, it was pretty amazing. That's and brilliant. Like, if you were like playing in gold and silver and you're trying to hatch an egg, you could just get on your bike and go up and down like at three times the speed and hatch an egg in like 10 minutes. Wow. That's amazing. Pretty great. Had a lot of time to <laughs> kill just doing <laughs> mindless stupid tasks for no payoff. I mean, even though it's so different um, and like arguably not really a Pokemon game and anything but name only, I really, really like Pokemon Tournament. It's probably my favorite fighter game. Yeah. Like more than Injustice, like- more than Tekken, more than... Um, Dead or Alive. It's just, alive. It's, a, it's a really well-made Come game. On, Dead or Alive mechanics. Beach Volleyball? <laughs> Those games are amazing. Oh, God. Only for the fighting, of course. Um, oh, Chris is back. Sorry, yes, I had to take a little break. That's okay. Pizza is important. Um, we covered Stadium, Coliseum, and uh, Snap and Puzzle League, so... Why don't we jump to... Oh, man, I missed it. Do you have anything you want to <laughs> no. add about those few games? How great was that Lickitung game? Oh, so the great. The sushi one from Stadium? The mini games? Yeah. Uh, I just, I, that was, that's all I had to say. That <laughs> the was mini awesome. games were the best part, for sure. Um, and then Puzzle League, actually, weirdly, I remember we played it in college for a little bit. Yep. Weirdly competitive. Was, uh, I think Jake, if he's listening, Jake was... Uh, He's actually quite quite a master at that, as well as Franklin, actually. So, oh, you know what we didn't mention, which um, talking about college reminded me is um, Smash, because mm, there's Pokemon right. in those, oh, and they were there were Pokemon in those from the beginning, right? Yeah, there was a uh, yeah Pikachu, Jigglypuff. and uh, Jigglypuff, which was kind of like a star because of the anime, the singing Jigglypuff. Yeah, true. Um, let's go to gold and silver. All right. Okay. The best games. You guys think they're the so, best uh, games? They're my favorite. Definitely. I, I would agree. There was just so much to do, uh, in them. And I actually was reading about this. Um, the only reason why they were able to create, uh, include the, uh, whole Kanto region into it is because I think the program or the, the main guy, the developer, somehow learned how to like recode all the Pokemon games so that he can fit like mm. both files into one of those cartridges, mm-hmm. like the size of those cartridges. So luckily, um, you know, I think honestly is that it was just more legendaries, cooler, like brand new Pokemon. It wasn't like skimping out at all. And that was the first time that was the, that was the second generation. It blew your mind that there were going to be more Pokemon. Yep. Exactly, yeah. Um, we did have a teaser with Mew. Kind of, I don't know if that was much of a teaser. Um, but No, Mew is part of the original kind of, 151. We had a okay. teaser with Togepi. Well, right. That was it, yes. That was it, because of the anime. Um, yeah. So, but, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'll always have that, like, nostalgia factor for the original three, but I gotta say that I really do like the starters for Gold and Silver. Definitely. It, They're actually... What were the starters? Yeah. Cyndaquil... Uh, Cyndaquil, um, and yeah, Chikorita. Who is? Oh. Yeah, Chikorita. And uh, I think Cyndaquil may be my favorite starter of all time. Oh my god, Cyndaquil yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So you know good. who's the worst starter? 
of that generation Chikorita. is Chikorita. <laughs> <by far>. <laughs> Not <laughs> even a question. Bayleaf and Meganium. Yeah, pretty lame. I mean, you could put guys to sleep pretty good. Totodile is amazing. Yeah. For alligator. Yeah, when he turns into for alligator. Oh, such a cool looking Pokemon, yeah. too. That was actually with for alligator. That was the first time I learned about the difference between attack and special attack. Oh, I thought because, you were going to say that was the first time oh. you learned about the difference between alligators and crocodiles. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a difference? For crocodile. <laughs> well, it doesn't make sense because he starts out as a crocodile and then he becomes an alligator. Oh, crocodile, yeah. No, cro- totodile. Yeah, doesn't it go totodile, crocodile, for alligator? Oh, it is crocodile. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, but he had really strong attack, but not very good special attack. Hmm. So I would always try to get him yeah. to use surf. And it wouldn't do that much. And it was always very disappointing. I think I... Uh, you know what? Wow. No, go ahead. Oh, God. I mean, I actually didn't realize that either, honestly, until black and white. That's pretty embarrassing to say. But, like, I didn't realize that each move set actually had a different, like, quality to it. So, and then I started reading Pokemon, and then that got even... I, I think a lot of I think I never really. I mean, I, I I know there's a difference, but I still don't really pay that much attention to it. Yeah, I also don't know I EVs and IVs and stuff. Yeah, oh, I don't go into that. That's too much. Yeah, how about you, I, Chris? I know a little bit too much about that. It's um, like how much? Really quick. Why? What's the point? <laughs> hey, if you're competitive battling ever, Tom, <laughs> you need to know this thing. Um, just for the listeners, IVs are these stats that your Pokemon hatches with. They are like the in-game things. So like, I believe that um, you can have each one's kind of rated on a different scale, and then it's like from zero to six. Um, and when you go to the Pokemon like Raider, which actually is available in later generations, they'll say, "Oh, like this Pokemon's like special attack is like perfect, but his ad- attack and defense, and then like special defense is like lacking or." Or wanting of more. So then you know, like, okay, my Pokemon doesn't have per- perfect stats. And then Eevees gets more into the whole, the type of Pokemon that you battle in, like, the Pokemon world will grant different Eevees. So let's say you're attacking a primarily special special attack Pokemon. Um, like, I think, like, maybe um, a Ghastly yep. would be a perfect example. Um, once your Pokemon levels up the next time, depending on the composition of Pokemon that you defeated during that one level... Uh, actually grant you a different amount of EVs each time. I will restate my claim and say I didn't care about IVs, but I did care about EVs. I would like go and fight Gastlies and you get like you get like <laughs> plus four special attack. Right? Sweet. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. clearly missed out on a lot of the subtle strategy in these games because no. I, I, I'm just not going to pay attention to EVs and IVs. Ever. It shows on the battlefield, Neil. <laughs> and Chris, let me That's say, you become... <laughs> if Pokemon were real, you would be an amazing professor. <laughs> That's true. Oh my you god! You would have tenure. You would you would be renowned. Would I be Professor Oak? You'd be Professor oh. Chris. All right. Um, <laughs> professor Elm was not nearly as cool as Professor Oak. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, I guess you, I guess you have to be a name of a tree. Yep. You'd be Professor Bonsai. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. The reason that. Uh, gold and silver, like another reason that they're, um, I, I think, regarded as some of the better games is it was supposed to be, that was supposed to be the end. Hmm. 
there were oh i didn't know yeah that, they really. like put it all in they thought like this is, these are the last games they thought also the anime was only going to go on for like a year and a half which would have been a great run um at the time and now it's been like 20 years but yeah they initially thought it was just going to be gold and silver and then that was it the series was going to end wow but then it kind of made all the money in the world <laughs> yeah they continued. Mean, it really set the bar for like everything else like I think I think to date. Go ahead. Oh, go on. I think isn't to date, Pokemon's the highest or highest selling like franchise of any like video game. Um, it must be right. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think it is. Games that are out there. And, it like, is. I was really it is. Yeah. It's been around for so long. Best selling video game franchise. Um, yeah. Nope. Mario, then Tetris, Mario. then Pokemon. Tetris. Oh, how's Tetris. When was the last time they came up with a new Tetris? What new ideas could they come up with? Well, you know, I trust this fool.com website that I found this stat on. <laughs> oh, it's one of the high oh, it's one of the highest grossing media franchises. Oh, that I can believe because of anime yes. and movies and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. um All right, Mario I could see. Yeah, Mario I can see also. Although Mario had a head start, so that's true. Um, the legendary dogs in Gold and Silver are better than the legendary Freaking birds. Freaking amazing. I'll just say that. And it was like kind of fun like trying to track them. Yeah. I have a... I don't know. I was... I sucked at it. And then it was very frustrating because... It was so hard. They would run away. You had to like make... Yeah, you'd have to make them fall asleep and they could actually flee the battle, which just made it even more frustrating. Yeah. yeah. But um, then the next time you found you them, guys, they were still oh. asleep. Oh... They can flee while they're asleep, can't they? I, or paralyzed? Not I think sleep. That, no, I oh, don't paralyzed. Okay. Uh, yeah, but status okay. effects, except for sleep, um, would carry over to the next encounter. Right. Mm-hmm. I That's that. crazy. Yeah. I mean, that, did you guys actually catch them all? Um, I, I think I, so. I caught at least one of them. I don't know if I caught all of them. Oh, I don't okay. think I ever caught like Raikou or something. No, I think mine was Suicune. Yeah. I think that's you say Well, it, Crystal version, um, Suicune was the main mascot, yeah. right? and I really liked that storyline, too. That was pretty cool. Well, I actually don't remember. What was the storyline for that? Um, you're, you're, like, you're kind of, like, hunting Suicune, and you, like, have all these run-ins with him. And, like, I think he levels up through the encounters. And so oh, really? it's just fun. Can you, can you catch Entei and Raikou? Entei and Raikou are like, they run around kind of like in the other games. But Suicune, okay. he'll stay put. Suicune ran around in the other games too, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, and then, I mean, the, yeah. Did you hear, there's also a theory about those guys. Oh, the, yeah, yes. yes. That they're um, in the burned down oh. tower. Mm-hmm. The, and they were, yeah, e, they were uh, Vaporeon, Jolteon, and exactly. Flareon. Yeah. And that, that was they were really like cool. reborn. They burned down and like then Ho-O's gods. tears resurrected them as gods yeah the mythology of pokemon is just Dude, astounding that that game was so good we can back critique city uh who's the better legendary <laughs> ho or lugia ho i think ho is cooler looking i think lugia is stronger isn't lugia like psychic and flying yeah i think so. always thought he was water but just because i think <laughs> is better than ho but also because of the movie i think Oh, that movie was amazing. Dude, he, was just, a... he was just a baller in that movie, and he was, uh, you know, just taking control of the the legendary birds. Yeah, that was weird. 
That was actually another teaser I realized. Uh, in the first animated uh, episode of Pokemon, yeah. you see oh, yeah. Ho-Oh flying right. in the sky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everyone yeah, had theories that yeah. what it was. If it was People like a really a Firo. A Firo. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, what the hell really would it be? special Firo. Firo wishes. Or Moltres. <laughs> you, if you like squinted really hard, you'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, taking a, a quick detour into the movies, because we mentioned them. Um, the last two movies have been like sort of a rebooted franchise. Um, they retold the first uh, part of the anime. Um, it was Pokemon I Choose You, the movie, and they hmm. got rid of Brock and Misty. And um, they just tell like a really uh, rebooted story. And they're doing a sequel to that. And it's going to have Lugia in it. So is Ash in it? Yeah, Ash is in them. On Pikachu? weird and so yeah they're they're basically redoing uh pokemon 2000 oh god well they also had the um anime mini series pokemon origins that was really cool that was cool yeah that that gets into the alternate timeline it does it does do you just want the breakdown because i can give you the breakdown yes all right so i was looking at these youtube videos and there's this first timeline which we've been discussing with red blue yellow and then three years later gold silver crystal then there's a second timeline with uh, fire red and leaf green which take place at the same time as ruby sapphire and emerald three years later there's heart gold and soul silver which take place at the same time as diamond pearl and platinum three years after that there's black and white two years after that there's black two and white two and then there's this third timeline with mega evolutions Mm -hmm. and Basically, it goes the version of Red's story from um, in that timeline is told in the Pokemon Origins miniseries because yeah. there's mega evolutions in that. Oh, so that's like the equivalent right. of Red Blue that was Yellow. The whole point, right? Mm-hmm. They had the mega at the end. Yeah, so Trevor. that was the equivalent of Red Blue Yellow for that for this timeline. Then jumps ahead um, to Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Just after that, X and Y happen. Um, and two years later, there's Sun and Moon, and then an alternate universe from that is Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> it blew my mind that Pokemon Origins was uh, was canon to the games. I guess it is. Well, thank you for enlightening us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what do you guys think of who's your, who's your favorite rival? What are the rivals again? So you have Gary, you have, as I always knew him, douchebag. So I named him in the games. (laughs) Uh, otherwise known as the red haired guy who's like Giovanni's son. Um, and professor Oaks, wait, Gary is professor Oaks. Nephew grandson. or grandson, yeah. Wait, so Gio- Gary is Giovanni's son? No, the guy in gold and silver is. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Could you remind me? I actually don't like. To me, all every arrival is kind of very nondescript. I can't like except for Gary. Yeah. I, see, I I actually like the gold and silver guy because he was a jerk. Like, he was worse than Gary. Like, what would he? Oh yeah, didn't he steal a Pokemon at the beginning? He stole a Pokemon at the beginning. Um, he was just—he was a total jerk, and like I remember, he was—he was really hard to beat. 
Like, after the second gym, he fought him. He was super hard. He always was very rude. Um, <laughs> and then, like, sounds like a after you beat him, I think you beat him right before the Elite Four. And like he like has a mental breakdown, and you don't see him for a <laughs> you don't see him for a long time. You see him then in like Mount Moon. His name is uh, Silver, right? Ah, um, you see him in Mount Moon, and he's like reformed, and he's like a nice guy now. He like found Jesus, and he's all, he's good. <laughs> Wait, does, Jesus. does Jesus exist in in the Pokemon games? Yeah, it's Arceus. <laughs> That's true. No, Arceus is God. Well, and I, I guess we're... Who's Arceus' son? That would be Jesus in the Pokemon. I don't know. I'm going to say no. Um, it would be kind of hard to reconcile no. Pokemon with the Bible. There is that whole, like... It's not even that, though. It's like they have, like... He assigned, like, Dark... Uh, not Darkrai. Who are the guys in Pearl? Oh, yeah. um, uh, Dialga. Pearl and Diamond. Palkia. Palkia. Yeah, apparently, I think those Space were, like, the three guys that kind of, yeah, he created them next, and they were the ones who created, like, all the dimensions and everything. And then on top of that, there, there's just, like, such a weird, like, hierarchy of Pokemon. Yeah. Like, with Groudon and then Kyogre, which we'll get into next, like, those were just the, like, rulers of land and sea. So it's, like, there's not really a, like I said, Jesus figure. Yeah. The legendary... Ash! Is Ash, Ash Jesus? Because he never ages? Because, no, because in the Pokemon 2000. Oh, he, or he dies. In the movie, he dies and then comes back to life. Yeah. Holy because shit. Because of Pikachu's right. tears. Boom! So what are Pikachu's tears? Oh, God. Wine. Holy Spirit. Are they, they the sacramental wine? <laughs> I guess so. This is... That was so corny. Quite the detour. I was happy um, to get so that ancient mentioned... Mew card, though. Oh, that ancient Mew card. Freaking shiny all over. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was amazing. Cool. Um, let's jump to Emerald. and I mean, not Emerald. Ruby, Ruby and, Sapphire and Sapphire. And Emerald, yeah. Okay. What are the starters for those games? Also, what's the... Because um, Gold and Silver were Johto, and you also got Kanto. Yep. What's the region for Ruby and Sapphire? Sinnoh. Mm-hmm. Or Hoenn. Yeah, Hoenn. it was... It, I, Oh, it was Hoenn? It was one of the... I think it was Hoenn. Oh, Sinnoh, I think, was black and white, right? Or Sinnoh was one of the... I think it was Hoenn. I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's um, Hoenn. Yeah, it, it was Hoenn. So you um, had... So this Torchic. Torchic, Mudkip. Yep. And uh, Trico, right? Yes. I actually like Trico a lot. There's some too. bad he starters was, here. They were okay. Trico was cool. Mudkip became a meme. <laughs> 